taking a few minutes today and going to the Word of God, continuing with me in what is devotion number 29 in a series we call Creation, Rebellion, Redemption, and Consummation. We're in 1 John chapter 3. We're going to read the first three verses. Again, 1 John chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. We've been looking at the matter of assurance, uh, how it can be experienced. Uh, one of the ways that God assures us that we're His children is that He marks us with a spiritual, indelible ink. That is, uh, we can't rub this off, uh, and we can't, we can't lose it. We're marked for eternity by God. And so uh, these birthmarks uh, not only are for others to look at and see, uh, but they're also for our benefit to look at them in the course of our own lives and be reminded that indeed, to be assured indeed, uh, that we are children of God. So again, uh, ver uh, verse 1 of chapter 3 from 1 John, see what God, kind of love the Father has given to us that we should be called children of God, and so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now, and what we will be has not yet appeared, but we know that when He appears, we shall be like Him because we shall see Him as He is. Everyone who thus hopes in Him purifies himself as He is pure. The birthmark of the believer uh, here is what we might call a purifying anticipation of hope. A, a purifying reality of a present hope of a future reality. That one day we shall leave behind the, the finitude and the, uh, all the various limitations of our fallen humanity and we shall see him as he is because we shall be like him. And in this sense of hope, we become more Christ-like. We become practical, practically holy. Uh, that is, we are being purified. We're be becoming uh, like our Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. And so uh, we become like our Heavenly Father because we are children of God. And we have this sense uh, that I believe increases as you mature, as you grow in uh, holiness, that not only do we not love the world and we don't know the world as we once did, but the world doesn't know us. Uh, the world has the question, well, what's going on with this individual or that individual or even that church? Why, why are they so hung up on this or that? Why, why are these churches and these preachers insisting in the midst of this profound danger of the pandemic? Why are they saying, oh, we, we, we must assemble ourselves together when all of these wise PhDs and MDs are saying it's so very, very dangerous? Well, again, because our priority is obedience to the Word of God. And the world doesn't understand that, that we have a more important agenda, more important marching orders than the dictates from the CDC or local or state or federal governments, that, that we are in pursuit of holiness, and in, in some degree, we're in possession of, of holiness. And so we have this hope that we live in, and we grow in uh, toward a, a realization of purity, 
which is Christ-likeness, which we know is not perfected in this life, but we know with great certainty that that purity will be attained and perfected uh, when we see Jesus. So we live in hope, and as we live in hope, we find ourselves uh, growing in holiness, growing in purity, and the world sees us as different and distinct, and we increasingly see ourselves as different and distinct. So, God marks us by the pursuit, and to some degree an apprehension, of a purity that is a reflection of His own character. So, I pray that God will bless your day, and I look forward uh, to seeing you uh, once again tomorrow.